Hello guys, it's Tom Tomlin here, uh, obviously in association with the uh, Shirley Boy Entertainment brand. This is a CWA's new news update. Um, going into the, the big news first, we could potentially see a return of a legend back into the world of wrestling. And this this has all happened yesterday over Facebook when at 8.03 p.m. the five-star kid put up a video on the CWA Facebook page holding his world title and walking around talking about all the victories and, that he's had in the past and who all he's conquered. Um, the title of the video is just a reminder. Um, and he goes on to name off a few people like Hardcore Hate and Easy, Slick, Be Wired, uh, Axe. But then near the end, he says... One thing, and it resonates with this person, this legend that could be potentially coming back. He said, the flying Hawaiian used to be the greatest global champion ever. But how long has it been since he's been in a ring and left it at that? That set off a chain reaction of comments for that video posts where the flying Hawaiian would strike back in his own words uh, saying that all he's seen lately is the five star kid lose saying that he could uh, saying that he is or now he is now and forever the king of the ring the five star kid shot back a few times ended up with the Flying Hawaiian calling him a five-star chump. The last resounding thing we've seen from the five-star kid was the challenge laid out for the uh, return of the uh, the return of action, where at Slam Down, the five-star kid laid the challenge down, one-on-one, Flying Hawaiian, five-star kid for the world title. And the Flying Hawaiian accepted, saying this is going to be like taking candy from a baby. Now, there's a vote going on. There are still six days left in this vote. It is a vote for the five-star kid or the flying Hawaiian, depending on who you think would win this match. Just a poll from our, uh, just a poll from our head officials asking your opinion on who, your thoughts as to who could win. And now, now, Look, we, we urge you to go and vote for this. But let's look at the facts first. Alright? The facts are, whenever it comes to world championship reigns, there's none better than the five-star kid holding the title more times and more more amount of time than any other competitor. A six-time world champion and still currently the world champion right now. Whenever we're looking at and the flying Hawaiian only having two world title reigns to his name. Global championship reigns. The flying Hawaiian is overshadowing the five-star kid one championship reign more three title reigns uh most say are the best uh is the best global championship title reign out of any competitor who has held the title before the five-star kid only having two reigns under his belt for that and each man held a separate but equal title the five-star kid held a title that other men have held like striker 
Axe, as well as Gat9, Camo Jammer, and others have held the international championship. But the first international champion was the five-star kid. Now, granted, he only had the title for a week before he lost to the hands of another legend, Easy Slick. One-time international champion, but those three title reigns together made the five-star kid into the first-ever Grand Slam champion. Now, the Flight Hawaiians, although it's not an international title reign, it was the extreme championship that he held, and he held it for 18 months. That is a staggering amount of time. 18 months, a year and a half, he held it, defended it, and has gone undefeated with it until the day the belt was retired. The only champion, the only competitor to ever hold the championship, thus making the Flying Hawaiian the sole extreme champion. Now, whenever you line it up side by side, it is almost identical. It's nearly identical for both of these guys. You have the most extreme athlete in the CWA. That would be the Flying Hawaiian. And then you have the perception of perfection, simply the best, the five-star kid and the current world champion. Now, a lot, a lot of people may wonder, will the Elite show up if this match goes through, if Stoneface books this match for Slamdown? Will this go through? Will this happen? Will it? Um, will, will the Elite come in? Jeremy Lewis, will he come in and interrupt this match much like he did in the last, uh, in the last matchup between the Five Star Kid and Hardcore Hayden, where he was the referee. Um, that that's only it's that's um, the only way to tell is by watching and paying attention. Right now, we we don't have any kind of action going on, and it's it, for a man like me who likes commentating and likes talking about the action that I'm watching. It, it sucks. It really sucks. Uh, I I'd, I'd much rather be. You know, commentating on matches right now than giving this update, but I have to do what I gotta do, and this has been the news for the day. Tune in next time, guys, and we will let you know about the news for that day. I'm Tom Tomlin. Y'all guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. Tom Tomlin here talking to my guest today, a very polarizing figure in this company, a, a person that thinks very highly of himself and someone who well frankly has won the most gold in this company uh, we've seen him perform from the buzzsaw arena to the indoor arena the yard arena the deep woods arena um, he's a six-time world champion that's right you know him I know him he is one half of the elite the five-star kid kid thanks thanks for coming to us thanks for answering our call and talking to us over the phone today yeah that's no problem Tom. Uh, it's no big deal uh, I just have to tell you right now I don't really have a lot of time it's uh, I'm really busy I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff right now that I that I really got to pay attention to uh, I got to get a hold of Jeremy Lewis sometime and we got to talk about a couple of things as well oh uh, well that's that's fine no big deal we're, we were wanting to know you know Pretty much, how, how did the elite form from your vantage point? Well, Jeremy Lewis has already talked to you about it several times. Well, for the fans at home, that's, this may be their first episode. Well, the point is they should have been uh, listening in on this podcast the entire time, the extent of it, you know. 
They should have been listening the whole time. If they hadn't been, they hadn't really been paying their due diligence to this company, like I have, for these years, 12 years in this company. Uh, it, you know, recently I've almost been thinking, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Do I want to just stay? Do I want to stay in this company? I haven't been paid in a month now. And I, no, 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 we can't, we can't really talk about that. I, I don't care what I can talk about and what I can't. Uh, I'm here to voice my opinion. I'm here to talk, all right? But the elite was formed, it wasn't a while back. Uh, you know, we've known each other since 2013, me and Jeremy Lewis. He came in and left a bad taste in my mouth. But, 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 we worked out our differences Stoneface asked him to come be an impartial referee. Me and him have been talking for a while, not necessarily about him coming in and, and doing this, but we've been talking about his comeback for a while, and I, I kind of asked, you know, look, me and you are really good friends. Me, me and you have known each other for a while. I, I know you want to be doing nothing but the best what you can do, you know. You were the commissioner, for Christ's sakes. And, and all you wanted was to make the best product, even though, you know, it didn't really turn out that that manner. So uh, I, I know you want to do good. I, I know you want to be number one at whatever you do. And that's me. You know, that's all I want to do. I want to be number one. And I am number one right now. I'm the world champion. I'm the world freaking champion. All right. But the elite was formed. After me and him came to a common understanding, and that's being number one or winning. No, being number one and winning. All right, that, that's how that's how that's how this all started. That's how this all happened. Um, you have another question? You're just gonna stare there and sit, sit there nodding. Look, I, I was trying to let you trying to let you finish. Oh, I'm done now. Uh, Next question. I'll tell you when to change questions. All right. I will tell you when to change. Go ahead. Wait. Second question. Question number two. Let's see what you got in that little notepad there with you, Tom. Uh, I don't. I don't actually have a notepad. I'm looking at a computer screen. Oh, I'm not there. I can't. Can't see that, Tom. I just imagine you with your glasses and your little notepad, trying to write stuff down. Trying to imagine what my response. Ooh, what's the first kid's response going to be to this? No, no, no. Look, next question now, okay? All right, all right. You've, like you said, you've been here since inception of this company. You've, you've done it all. Why don't you give everyone at home, if they don't know about your past, a little glimpse into the history of the five star kid? All right, that's no problem. That's no big deal at all. Uh, and, and in fact, this I would love to give a history lesson to these these monkeys watching at home, these idiots, these <sighs> all of these people that wish they were me. You know. So look, it, it all started for me. Uh, I've talked to you about this a couple of times, but it all started for me about nine years old in my cousin's trampoline wrestling organization, and uh, I was a jobber. I mean, I was the the jobber. Um, fast forward to, I don't know, from 99 to 2006, 2007, 
uh, I got offered a contract here at the CWA. Of course, at the time, it was a different name, but I took the took advantage uh, of that. Uh, back in the trampoline stuff, I was calling myself A-Bomb. And whenever we moved over, they came talking to me about how they needed somebody uh, let me see. Uh, they they needed somebody with charisma. They needed somebody who, who you know knew what he was capable of, and, and it, that person ended up turning into me. It wasn't supposed to be me originally, and I'm not going to talk about the other talent, but. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be me originally. It was supposed to be uh, somebody else. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to talk about them today. I'm here to talk about me. Fast forward a couple of years. I'm the longest reigning world champion at three years in a uh, title reign. Um, looking back now, uh, as my history, I'm a six-time world champion, a two-time global champion, and a one-time international champion. Uh, I was the first ever Grand Slam champion. Um, uh, I mean, whenever you talk about credentials, I got by the gallon, by the bucket, by the truckload. I, I'm the most qualified. As a matter of fact, I would say I'm overqualified to be competing against these little chumps. I mean, that have, that have been coming up as of late. The roster we had back whenever I was uh, back in our heyday, you know, 07 09. Uh, back whenever we had the greats, you know, we had the Panzer, we had the Fugitive, we had B-Wired, Striker, Gat9, Easy Slick, we had the Flying Hawaiian, uh, Axe. I mean, there were so many great competitors that, that knew the business, that knew exactly what they what they were after, you know. They knew what they wanted, and they knew what they could get, and they got it. And I, I fought knock down, drag out fights with a lot of them. Um, but this roster today, man, they, they're they soft. And it's, it's, there's maybe one one person I've seen that's really worth, worth the time to pay attention to. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's, like I said, maybe one. And that's out of just a few people. Our roster has dropped off recently. I've seen the reports, and, and hell, I can't say I haven't thought about trying to find another promotion. I haven't been paid in nearly a month. It, it's no, no, no. We can't. We can't talk about that. We we can't talk about that. You know what? I, I I don't care. I'm not there. I can't get in trouble for what I'm saying. And if even if this podcast doesn't doesn't go online immediately, you know. People deserve to know the truth. And, and the CWA, it, it is. It's having financial issues at the moment. And I'm not going to lie. Me, I'm sure you had it happen to you before. I've had several people who hadn't been paid in, in, in almost a month. And, and that's why the Panzer left recently. He had a, he had a conditional contract. Uh, and uh, he left because he didn't get his pay like he was supposed to. He, lack of pay made him leave the company. That's why we haven't seen an F5. That's why we haven't seen a stunner. That's why we haven't seen him spear anybody or even shown his face on camera. That's also part of the reason why Easy Slick hasn't came back. I've been talking to him recently, and the reason, one of the main reasons why he said he hadn't came back is a conflict uh, with his contract. And he said when it all boils down to it, it boils down to 
he's not there the company is not reaching the amount that he wants per appearance if you can't get your money right look what are you going to do I'm half tempted to walk my ass out of here, go down to find Sean Fury, go to the AWA, and compete there, okay? I'm getting tired of not being able to feed and provide for my family. I'm sorry I got on a tangent. Next question. Uh, Next question, Tom. I don't have a lot of time. I've told you that. This is It's almost been 10 minutes now that we've been here. Come on. we got to hurry up. I am, I'm, I'm almost to where I need to be. I, I really, uh, like I said, i got to talk to Jeremy. I have to do a couple of other things. I really got, I, I don't got a lot of time for this, Tom. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, Hardcore Hayden and you have had a, a rivalry in, in, over this past two years. How did that all happen? Look, Hayden is a, a, a rookie punk who needs to be put in his place. And I feel like I did that at Slamdown. Uh, or at Condemned, I'm sorry. I feel like I did that at Condemned. I feel like I did that at the return special event with Jeremy Lewis as the special guest referee. Uh, I feel like he did a phenomenal job calling that match. Well, y'all cheated Hayden. What? What what did you say, Tom? Y'all cheated him. It was a fast count. Everybody knows that. Uh, Y'all cheated him. Uh, You got the fast count, and and he didn't even... No, 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 no. Look, look. Jeremy was brought here to be a referee for a match, and I feel like he did that perfect. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I didn't see anything wrong with uh, the way he conducted himself in that match. As a matter of fact, I would have him be the referee for every one of my matches if it was possible. That, that's because he would help you. No, 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 no. He is a fair, even ref. The better man won at Condemned, and the better man walked out champion. Hayden messed up the very first time we got to talk in front of the camera by asking me if I thought I was better than him and then saying he was going to beat me in that match that night. Well, a small concussion from a lead pipe, a couple of super kicks, and a five-star cutter, and I believe Hayden learned his lesson. But he he beat you on fever pitch the very next time uh, episode. No. No, he sneak attacked me. He speared me whenever I was out trying to explain my actions, explain why I did that. He came out and speared me and then had an impromptu match. I was already short of breath from the spear. I couldn't hardly react to any of the moves he was doing. Look, I'm not making excuses. I'm just stating facts, Tom. I I did not, I I didn't have a chance uh, to defend myself in that match. Look, Let's move on to the next question. All right, Jeremy Lewis, your partner, has a match as well scheduled, uh, what it looks like that I'm already seeing, for Slamdown, uh, facing off against the Gremlin. But we've already seen them face off once at Fever Pitch. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. The fluke win by the masked man, the, the, the man who's too afraid to show his face to anybody. I would whip the Gremlin's ass up and down the ring. All right, if Jeremy would give me the chance to. But he hasn't let me even talk to the Gremlin. He hasn't let me go and find him backstage and take him out with a chair. He hasn't let me do any of this because he wants to inflict the most damage. He wants to be the one to break the Gremlin 
And his promise will be true. He will break the gremlin come slam down. There is no doubt in my mind. Will you be by at ringside? Oh, I, I, if if, if uh, Jeremy wants me there by ringside, even though I have a match, later on I will be there. Uh, it's as simple as that. You know, I, I will not leave Jeremy behind just like he won't leave me behind. That's the way it is. But I feel like Jeremy, being the man he is, being the Superman of submission, he would want to beat the Gremlin with his own hands into submission. He wants to beat him so bad that the Gremlin gives up and can't answer that 10 count. He wants to beat him to the point where the Gremlin understands that there's no way possible for him to win against Jeremy. Okay. Um, well, that answered a question a little bit later down the line. Um, what do you think about that last man standing match coming up? Like I said, beat him where he can't answer a 10 count. That's as simple as it is, Tom. And that's, that's all there is to it, basically. Jeremy uh, is ready to face the gremlin. And the only question is, not if, but how will Jeremy beat him? How will he leave him down for a 10 count? I mean, honestly, how? How can he do it? How can he beat him? How could the gremlin beat Jeremy? That's six foot two, 250 pounds, solid power. I mean, raw, ruthless power. <sighs> Gremlin's in over his head in this match. Uh, that is as simple as that. Um, All right, so let me, let me ask you now. It, 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 there has been rumors of a new match, a kickoff match, as, as it were, for the first match back between two men you've faced... And, and uh, look, I'm, I'm just reading what I got here on my paper. I'm, I'm just reading what I got here. Uh, I'll let you hear it because I know you're not here right now. Look, I'm just reading through my paper, all right? Um, so you have uh, – so we have the possibility uh, of, a, of a kickoff match, just a one-on-one -on -one match between two men. And I'm reading the paper. As I said, it says here that have both beaten you. Uh, you've lost to both of these men. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I've never lost. All right, Tom. I'm just saying it's super hard to make me stay down for a three count, make me tap out. And, and in all honesty, there's there's not many people who can do it. All right, just keep going with what you're saying. Right, like two men that that you have faced off with in the past. That is the hybrid and hardcore Hayden, both facing off against each other. Uh, for the kickoff match for Slamdown. Now, this is just a rumored match right now. This is a match that is being under consideration by uh, by people in the back. Is this a match that you would care to see on the card? Uh, and, and if so, who, why and who, who do you think would come out on top in this? Well, it's, it's definitely an intriguing match. You got a technician plus a power. Uh, you got a technician and a brawler in Hayden, uh, which... Bleh. And then you got uh, a powerhouse. I mean, that's that's all he is—a a powerhouse and a striker in uh, the hybrid. And uh, the hybrid's an extremely hard hitter. He's he's got a real ruthless side. Whenever you face off with him, uh, I did a live match last summer before I even won the title from uh, in that match with Hayden. Uh, before condemned, I had a live match against him. Uh, out in the Deepwoods Arena, and he ended up coming out on top in that match. It was a very hard match for me. 
Uh, I hit him with a even a five star cutter and a super kick. I hit him with both, and it didn't keep him down. He ended up getting back up and then kicking me in the face and then put me to the mat for the one two three. Um, Hayden is just as tough as submissions. I nah, as much as I hate to say it, as I hate saying it. As much as I hate saying it, Hayden is a very gifted technician. He gets you, with that, he gets you locked up in that calf crusher. Uh, he also has a, a wicked rear, na- rear naked choke. Uh, if, if he gets you caught in the calf crusher or the rear naked choke or hits you with the spear just right, there's no way you're getting up. And he's, he's uh, ruthless in the technician area as well, like, like, like the hybrid. Uh, I said the hybrid was ruthless. Well, Hayden is just as ruthless, but his is in the technical area. He'll hit you with suplexes all over. He'll hit you with clotheslines. I mean, you you get the full aspect of what a wrestler is when you face Hayden. So I, I don't really want to call the match. Uh, Come on, man. You, you have an opinion, and, and obviously your opinion to you matters the most. <sighs> Look... I, I don't want to call it either way for Hayden or the hybrid. I, I could beat either of them with my hands tied behind my back, uh, blindfolded even. But if I had to say purely on the, the most rounded or uh, who, who I think really would be the winner in this match, man, it is really close. Uh, I want to say hybrid so, I want to say hybrid so much, but Hayden's done too much to show me that he can compete at a high level. And I, I just don't know that I've seen the hybrid do that. Um, I feel like the hybrid would win when it comes to power, but if it comes to the ground game, if Hayden can get him to the ground and get the a rear naked choker, that calf crusher locked in, there's no way the hybrid's getting out. I don't care how powerful you are. You can't do a lot from your back. So if I had to had to give a guess, no matter how much I hate saying this, God, I, I'd have to say Hayden probably is the better between the two, the most rounded. I'd give that match to Hayden if it if it happens. I, I got all right. I, I got I got one more question for you. All right, this is the final question. Um, you and your brother, the Flying Hawaiian, have a match that's been building for the past ten years. And it's no disqualification match for your world title. Thoughts on this? Your thoughts on your brother coming back? Thoughts on any and all things that has to do with this? Um, I, I mean, what, what, what can I say, Tom? What can I say? Look, my brother... Is 6'2", 205 pounds, the most athletically gifted individual I have ever met. And that's barring none, nobody. He's, he's like the most athletically gifted individual I have ever met. But he's not, he's not five-star. You know, he ain't that good. He's not at peak level at all times. <clears throat> It's been 10 years since he's stepped foot into any kind of ring, backyard, mattress, trampoline, uh, wrestling ring, any of it. It's been 10 years. He's going to have ring rust. He's going to be slow. 
and I'm going to pick him apart. It's no disqualification. I will do whatever I have to to keep my gold. I will do anything I need to to keep the gold around my waist, on my shoulder. And there's nothing that he could do. There's nothing that anybody else could do to take this gold away from me. You understand me, Tom? Look, I, I, you've broken something up inside of me by even asking about this match. I was trying to leave it alone. I was trying not to mess with it. But look, you brought it up, so here's my thoughts on this match. All right, plain and simple. My younger brother, the Flying Hawaiian, is going to lose. It's plain and simple. Five-star cutter, one, two, three, super kick. Five-star cutter, one, two, three, super kick. Five-star cutter, one, two, three. That is as simple as I can put it. Tom, there's no way in hell my brother will beat me at Slam Down. He is stronger than me, sure. He is faster than me, sure. He's taller than me, sure. But he's not as smart as I am in the ring. He's not as... What is the word? Desperate as I am to keep my gold. He, he may want to gain gold, sure. But he's not anywhere as near desperate as I am to hold on to this. Because you see, Tom, I look to break my own record three years as the world champion back from 2005 to 2008, I want to say. I was the world champion. The champion transformed over, the championship transformed over time from company uh, changes until now. I will be the seven-time, the six-time, hell, I will be the all-time greatest world champion this company has ever seen when it's all said and done. And there's no way in hell my brother will come out on top and slam down. That is a five-star guarantee. Anything else, Tom? Any other questions for me? Anything? No, that that's about it. Thank you for your time. All right. Well, I, I got to go. I, I have, like I said, important things I got to do. I got to talk to Jeremy. I, I wish I could say it's been a good time talking to you, but I don't want to lie to everybody. So, Tom, until the next time I see you, whatever. This has been me, the five-star kid. Everyone at home wanting to be me. You can't. I'm going to go. Well, the Five Star Kid, um, that interview is over. That podcast is done. Guys, keep an ear and an eye out for everything CWA. I'm Tom Tomlin, and y'all have a wonderful day now. Hi, guys. Welcome to the CWA podcast. Um, we talked recently with the Five Star Kid on here on the last episode. This time, we are talking to the man who suspended him. In the fifth episode, that being the last time we actually spoke to this guy or seen or heard from him. Commissioner Stoneface is here in studio with us right now. Commissioner Stoneface, it's great to have you here. How have you been lately? Tom, I'm sorry to tell you this, but if you're going to ask me a question, make sure it's one that's worth my time and something people don't already know. Oh, please. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't. 
I didn't mean to. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just I've been under a lot, a lot of very troubling matters. Okay, well. What, what, what do you, uh, how about. Uh, no, no, no. no. We're not going to continue on this podcast until we actually get down to where I was called here for. Do you understand me? Yes, yes, sir, I, I do. Um, it's Stoneface. Yes, sir, Mr. Stoneface. Uh, okay, look. Recently, there's been posts from Monumental Entertainment. It's been scattered on Facebook to... Uh, several different sources. We've seen it on the... Quit being around the bush. There's been a lot of wrestlers leaving the company for contract disputes. Uh, the Pans are being one. Uh, Easy Slick, not sure if he's coming back at all because of a contract dispute, his own words. Um, as well as just two days ago, we've seen that... Uh, we've seen that Striker and... Uh, both Stryker and Aaron Slay were offered legend contracts to renegotiate. Neither of them came back either. Um, not to mention the whole situation with what with what happened earlier in the year at Hardcore Hayden. He's he's gone as well. Do Do you want to know what I think about Hardcore Hayden right now? Yes, that yes, sir, definitely. As much as I think about my my back, hardly at all. Wow. If they don't want to be in the present, if they don't want to be up front, then I'm not going to think about them. Because that's a waste of my time. Whenever I could be putting that time towards this company. I don't want to be in the back dealing with the crap. I can understand that. I mean, what happened there? Yeah, it's a shame. Would I give them an an extra chance? Maybe. People were calling Hardcore Hayden the, the new face of the company before. And he had a lot of integrity, a lot of spirit whenever he was competing. He was a hardcore blowout. Wow. That's what happens when you air a tire up too much. You'd be fortunate that the five-star kid has been kept up this long. Oh, wow. Without being suspended as he is right now. Now, we've seen a lot of a lot of newer guys also brought into the fray, though, recently. Almost, is this a supplement or a, a replacement trying to replace the guys that you couldn't bring back? Or is this just trying to, trying to this find... This is new talent, stuff we've not seen before. Okay, we had Hardcore Hayden. We had Aaron Slay. We had other people. But these guys, we don't know much about them. Right. They might offer something more unique and, most of all, a spawn. Most of all, something to work with. So, what has been holding us back and what... I'm going to cut to the chase like you've been asking me to do. We have had a big, bad money issue in the yes. company. And it's... it's. I've said it uh, just about the contract specifically, but it's more than just that. It's it's the money situation in general. What what is our money situation looking like right now? I mean, our is it's not to put price points out specifics, 
But from what I've heard, we are not doing as well as we could be. Look, Tom, you're absolutely right. We're not doing as good as we could be. And I think partially is that that's my fault. You're, you're doing Cause, it. Because uh, I am the leader of this company. I'm supposed to be the leader. I'm supposed to be the head of responsibility. Whatever crap goes down, it comes down on my head. I chose to be in this position. I was elected to be in this position too. So as a man, I must step up and make this right. Yes, we're going through many troubles. What company has not? Right. What company has went through a financial crisis and not turn out to be better than what it was? Because they learned from their mistakes. Right. I'm just... I'm not going anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere through all the years that this company's been here. And... You don't have to worry about me much like I'm sure you wouldn't have to worry. You won't have to worry about the flying Hawaiian since he's recently came back. He's gone and came back, but he's never truly left, left. He's always gone and came back. The five-star kid's been a staple here, no matter how much I hate the guy. That much I can give him credit for. He's always been here. And um, whenever it comes down to the wire, we're seeing more and more people that are willing to stay. Jeremy Lewis. He did you wrong. He did do you wrong. And that my standard on him has not changed. He has stayed here though for two years now. But he has not moved up an inch in my book. If he wants to be a competitor, then he better start being a competitor. That means giving your heart, giving all that you got. And I don't see that. I see acting out there. Well, let's let's talk about real quick. Let's let's jump off of this serious issue and talk about another serious issue that's a little lighter than this. We've got new talent that we've seen on the come up on the page. Two and three different people we've seen promos from that we have never seen in this company before. One being a man from Cairo, Egypt, Hamza bin Majid. How did you secure this contract, and how did you get him to come in and and sign with this company? I gotta tell you, man, the people that I've, that went ahead and went out for me, and us, talent guess, scouts, and yeah, talent scouts, and they saw him, and they relayed it over to me, or relayed it over to me, I looked at it, and it was like, hey, Very gotta good. give this guy a shot. He looks like he's a really going to be a really good manager, for sure, definitely knows how to speak very fluently in our language, and that and he wants, he wants to be a part of something. Yeah, I I just I just can't wait personally to get to see the his warrior come into play. Yes, I would we like have, to see this warrior. We have not got to see his warrior at all yet, and that is something that I'm waiting for. Also, another talent, Trent Connors from Capit, Arkansas. Did you meet him personally, or no? I didn't meet him personally. It was the same thing with scouts. I just send or these scouts just go out. Yeah, and then they come back to me with their information. See what I have to look through. See which ones they would believe would be a good selection. Because it's not going to be just my decision. I understand that definitely. Um. Yeah, but 
Also, one other talent that we've had on the roster for a while and actually had a match against the five-star kid this past summer uh, and beat him in the middle of the ring. You must be talking about the hybrid. I am talking about the hybrid. You you remember seeing that match? I've actually seen his training in person. Yeah, he's been training here, what, how long ago was it? 2016 when he started? 2013, 14? He wanted, he wanted to be a wrestler at the age of 16. Man. He wanted to join... The veterans at the age of 16. I, I do remember seeing him now that I think about it backstage. He was he was a lot smaller back then, wasn't he? Yeah, and he had longer hair. Oh my gosh, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, until he wow. got a, a small beer gut. I remember, I remember, I remember that. He was walking around with you. You brought him to the shows and stuff, I guess? Let him walk backstage with you? Yeah, somewhat. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's cool. He's trained though, like you said, like we've like we're talking yes. about. He's, he's trained for a while, and he has had a victory in the ring. But then we got to see him uh, cutting a promo for the very first time, saying that he he's a creator of destruction. He creates fear. He's not a man or a monster, but a hybrid of both. When you like, face him in the ring, you'll like hurt. Jeremy Lewis and the Gremlin had a child. Oh man, yeah, no, ew. Uh, oh, why did you do that? But it's okay. But Tom, let let me just let me just touch on this one final thing, and then I'm gonna end it there. But however, this is not where I want to end this podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The money issue is big, and. If anybody, even you, talks to me about this anymore, I'm going to walk right out. No, I mean, not just from this podcast. I mean, from this company. But just give me a foot, a breathing room, and all this can be laid out where it needs to be. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, but, there's one good thing that I'm going to add. Okay. Always loving the good, loving the good news out of the bad stuff. I'm going to announce to you this new thing we're coming out with. Sorry, very tired. It is not new. It is returning. returning. I'm talking about backstage assault. Whoa, backstage. What are you? Backstage assault. Now, there's been rumors for months now. It is declared right here, right now, with me, with Tom. It is going down. Backstage assault. So, so what, what kind of a time frame are we looking at? I will say it could be this week or it could be within this month. It is within that time span that I'm going to be making this happen. Really? And everybody is going to be with me. Everybody, are you uh, are you gonna be there? 
Yes, I'm going to be there. I am the face of this company. And so I'm going to be having my face up there on the first episode oh, to greet all of you people. Heck yeah. All right. Was there anything else that, that you needed to, to state? Or anything else that you can think of that you might want to You see? better be prepared for some real backstage action. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming here. I'm, I'm sorry to hear about everything that's in Tom. stress level. But I appreciate you coming in today and, and giving the time out of your busy schedule for this. And Tom, I appreciate you. You do this company more than what you think. Well, I appreciate that, sir. It means a lot. Until next time, guys, this has been Tom Tomlin and Commissioner Stoneface on the CWA Podcast.